It's hard for me not to look at you and not see my mom, not to see my my cousins, one of them who had to come here and sit behind you. She had to be, she had to have your back. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Oh, Corey, get a grip, man. Corey Booker, was that from yesterday, Chris? Oh, I must have been napping while that was happening. Oh, God, he's, God, he's so, was he crying? He's so obnoxious. Corey, you're so obnoxious. Hello, uh, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's a Sean show. And uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. God, you just kind of knew Corey was going to start weeping at some point, didn't you? You know, I'm a crybaby. I cry pretty easily. Uh, uh, Chris knows this. Don Morgan knows this. I, I, I cry. I, I'm, a, I'm a weepy guy. I can be a really weepy, weepy guy. And I, I've been trying to keep it under wraps and get a get a handle on it over the past couple of years. Uh, because you know what? Chicks in Texas don't dig it when you cry. They just don't dig it when dudes cry. I know it's a social construct, but I, I'm trying to keep the weepiness down to a low uh, to a low rumble here when I get all emotional and whatnot. Corey, but Corey's one of those guys, he's like Jimmy Kimmel, that they think that if they shed a few tears, you know, which is usually pretty fake. When, I, when I'm bawling my eyes out, it's because I'm truly affected by something. Corey does it for the camera. Remember when Jimmy Kimmel was always bawling his eyes out about something on his stupid show? And they, and they feel that if they if they can shed a few tears, that, you know, somehow it, it makes for a more dramatic point and people pay attention a little closer or they think, wow, what a great guy Cory Booker is. Look, he's got he's got emotions. <laughs> and really, it's just kind of freaking embarrassing. You know, it really just kind of is. Hey, Corey, Texas chicks don't dig it when dudes cry. They just don't. Uh, 210-599-5555. We'll, we'll talk about the fan and a woman uh, a little bit more coming up in a few minutes. Uh, but first and foremost, our feeble and anemic president is... Uh, Barely uh, able to stand in Brussels. He's going to Poland at some point. And uh, aren't we just kind of, I guess he's going to talk at some point. Uh, he, Trey was telling me he was supposed to speak at 5 a.m. because I guess that's Brussels time or what have you. And uh, it didn't end up, well, the guy's never on time. Now we're looking at roughly around 2 o'clock here saying that, that uh, uh, Barnaby Jones there, President Barnaby Jones, is going to speak about some damn thing in Brussels and NATO and blah, blah, stinking blah. At some point, he's going to Poland. And don't you kind of get the vibe? I'm sure his his people or whoever are actually running the country right now, you, you just know they're just bracing. What's the, what's the dumbass thing he's going to do or say? You know, he, he's not getting through this without – doing or saying something ridiculous, you know, and, and truly embarrassing. And I, I think they're all just kind of bracing for what the hell is it going to be, man? Chris and Don, do you think he's going to actually uh, get into Poland and get out without dropping at least one Poli- you know, Polish joke? How much you want to bet he's going to tell a joke? Listen, champ, I was hanging out with the – because Kamala, she already uh, set the precedent for – or set the standard for embarrassing yourself in front of the Polish president, right, with the uh, uh, friend in need, uh, blah, 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 laughing her ass off while people are dying in Ukraine. Remember how stinking embarrassing that was? 
I, I, I'm, I'm going to make a prediction now that he drops a Polish joke. You know, I'm just saying, because that's Joe Biden's style, isn't it? Listen, champ, so listen, I'm sitting there with the Polish president, and I say, hey, how many Polish presidents does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> uh, 20, you know, one to hold the uh, the light bulb and uh, 19 to spin the room. <laughs> you get it, champ? If only he had a mic stand, he could do the Polish prison. <laughs> What's the Polish prison? It was just the one pole. Oh, one pole. You just can't you just see him doing that, thinking he's being all funny and crap. I'm just saying, man. I, I bet he drops at least one. Two one zero. But you know, as far as what's going to be accomplished, I don't. I I don't know. Is he capable of accomplishing anything? Uh, you know, I mean, he, he, I I think he's du- somebody's dug their damn heels in as far as the planes leaving one of our air bases. So I, if that was going to happen, that would have happened by now. So I don't know. What, what's he going to do in Poland? What, what's he going to do? Hey, champ, give me one of those sausages you people are famous for. Uh, so, you know, I, I again, uh, I, I'm just kind of rolling the dice that he's going to do something jive and dumbassy uh, at some point uh, and embarrass us you know on a global scale just like his vp did with the polish president a few weeks ago uh we just you know we'll, we'll have to wait and see what exactly the jackass moment will be i i had you know on uh, face puke how they have your memories uh you know and, and that's kind of a double-edged sword right because sometimes stuff shows up on facebook that you don't want to freaking remember but i digress yesterday i was looking at my memories on Facebook, and I had one that popped up from 12 years ago, which, Chris, uh, you're better at math than me. That would have been the Obama administration, right? Roughly, Would that have been the Obama administration 12 years ago? Yeah. And I had posted 12 years ago just a simple statement, which is, I think it was, Joe Biden is a real jackass, or isn't Joe Biden a jackass? That's what I posted. 12 years ago, for some reason, I stated that Joe Biden was a jackass. And you know why? Because Joe Biden's a jackass. He's always been a jackass. He's been a jackass since he got into politics freaking decades ago, and the man hasn't accomplished anything original or uh, substantial in all that time. Because he's a jackass. He's a self-aggrandizing, plagiarizing, lying corrupt jackass he's also a racist jackass he's always been a lying racist jackass and it still bewilders me on occasion that the, that this this racist dim-witted jackass is the freaking president because there's nothing worse than a lying plagiarizing racist jackass being president other than a lying, racist, plagiarizing jackass also in mental decline. Oh, we're just winning on all fronts, aren't we? Yeah, he's going to drop at least one Polish joke while he's there. I guarantee it, man. Uh, 210-599-5555. Now, I want to get back to this what's a, the defining a woman thing. Because uh, when it comes to the... Uh, the nominee for the Supreme Court, for the open seat in the Supreme Court. Uh, this moment seems to have 
seems to be defining her. I, you know, uh, and not the Dred Scott thing, which I, I, I actually found that more troubling than she refuses to define a woman. Uh, but it's, it's spiraling out now and involving other people who are taking sides. You, you have a, uh, some, uh, uh, dork who, uh, uh, let's see, where did I write this guy's name down? Philip Bump who is a reporter, uh, uh, an op-ed guy of, of some regard. I, I don't know who. He's a liberal idiot of some kind. And uh, he's trying to explain why Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson couldn't define a woman. Uh, and he's saying that language is imprecise. And, uh, you know, uh, given the imprecise nature of, by its very nature, language is imprecise. And, to a certain extent, that is true, especially the English language, uh, because uh, which is peculiar in a sense to the Western world. Uh, some words have multiple meanings uh, and multiple contexts. If you're on the Eastern Hemisphere of the of the planet, the the language uh, uh, the, those languages are deeply are very complex and multi-layered, and you have a separate symbol or word for just about every damn thing whereas uh, the romantic languages listen to me sounding all educated the romantic languages and uh, especially english which is also kind of a flawed language uh, probably one of the more flawed languages on planet earth uh, words have multiple meanings and certainly context can uh, mean everything when you're trying to get something across uh, or, or 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 utter some something uh, that having been said uh, Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson refused to define a woman not because she's incapable of defining a woman. Okay, I, I, I disagree with my, my brother Trey uh, on this one point that she's stupid. I, I don't think she's stupid. Uh, she uh, uh, speaks a lot of gibberish and lawyer ease. Uh, Mark Lee Van Camp and, and Robbins call it this McGurkin stuff where you say a lot without saying anything. That is not necessarily a sign that you're ignorant or stupid. Okay, Kamala Harris actually is a moron. Kamala Harris is somebody who actually does have difficulty stringing words together. Katanji uh, uh, Jackson can uh, uh, string words together. Uh, it, just very often the words are either confusing or meaningless. But that's by choice. She knows precisely what a woman is and how to define a woman. But the people who she is beholden to or the agenda that she has ascribed herself to does not allow to define a woman at this moment. So she made a choice not to do it. Because that's the absurdity of of the leftist and progressive Marxist agenda in the country right now. Which I think, and again, is an act of stupidity that they kind of stumbled into in taking on uh, the alleged oppression of the transgendered community. Because they got themselves into a situation where they had to defend the rights of men over the rights of women. And the only way, and I say it all the time because this is absolutely what I believe, it, they stumbled into this place, they put themselves there, they started tripping over their own agenda, and to a certain extent their own BS. And the only way to get out of that is a dude who claims to be a woman has to actually be one. So see, we're still feminists. That's that's a woman. Don't look at the Adam's apple. That's that's a chick. And so you can't define a woman. You you can't be 
Katanji Brown-Jackson and utter the words that would define a woman. She knows what a woman is. She is one, all right? But she can't be on record saying that or, or actually defining a woman because then it completely unravels this 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 idea that uh, gender is a construct and it's a choice. So she made a, a choice to not define, even though it made her look like a dumbass. Now think about that for a second. It does make her look stupid. But she made a choice not to go on record defining a woman because of the agenda. But and, and that tells you a lot about her. Not that she's stupid, but that she is entirely beholden and uh, walking lockstep with this this leftist, this extreme agenda of gender and race politics uh, and all this other happy crap that's currently destroying this country. So again, I submit to you that Kamala Harris is a true moron. Okay, uh, Katanji Jackson is not a moron. She's just an activist, and she's a leftist, and she's a socialist, and she's all that stuff. And she's going to be sitting on the Supreme Court, and she's going to be ruling according to that agenda. And she will be appointed. And why this will be surprising to anybody, I don't know. 210-599-5555. Let's take a little breaky-wakey-wakey. Wakey. Uh, how do I define a woman? By calling her boss. Uh, it's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to Albert on line one. Albert, how you doing? How you doing? Great, man. What's going Good. on? Hey. I'm much. I was just listening to you. And, uh, I figured. You know, first, first and foremost. I want to say, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How you doing today? I'm doing good. You dropped my son off at school, getting back to the house. That's um, great. I, heard, I just got myself a cup of tea. Right on. I had a cup of right coffee on. this morning when I got up. That's great. You know, start my day. That's cool. And, you know, I'm a veteran. I served my I served in Desert Storm. I love this country as any any veteran would. You know, willing to give my life for this country. Thank you for you your know? service. And um, I, I think, and this is just my personal opinion, okay? As an American who loves this country, I think what's really dividing us is talk like like what you're talking about, calling the the new Supreme Court stupid. I didn't say and that. Then say, what? Yeah, you said she was stupid. No, I didn't. Okay. I said Kamala Harris was stupid. I didn't say Justice Jackson was stupid. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I, I'm staying corrected. I remember the conversation now in my head. You call her stupid. You're not calling her stupid, but you're calling her an activist and all that stuff. And that's what that I'm calling her. Yeah, I, 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 well, yeah, I mean, I, 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 that was an opinion I came with based on uh, uh, that she refused to define a woman, which is yeah, kind of a trendy and, thing and, to do right now. That's the, another thing that when I heard that, I said, did you not listen to the whole body of uh of the three days, because I have been, yeah. No, she, 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 she stood her ground. On, on a lot I'm not of saying questions. she didn't. I'm not saying she didn't. I mean, she didn't yeah, cry she stayed, like she, she, she didn't yell at, at at the Senate. 
Like Kavanaugh. Well, you know what? Um, you just started this. Hey, wait a minute. You just started this conversation saying that one of the things that's dividing Americans is the kind of things that you feel I said about her being insulting. And then you bring up Brett Kavanaugh. You're absolutely Do you think it was correct. anybody was anybody talking about Brett Kavanaugh in an insulting way? Were any of the senators being insulting yeah, and you're making right. up crap about I him mean, that wasn't true? Yeah. Yeah, and you're absolutely correct. Okay, forgive me. What, I forgive you. Maybe, uh, forgive me. Um, <laughs> maybe we can. Maybe when I hear you in the morning when I go to school, maybe if we get, tone down that talk. You know, maybe we can because this country's the greatest country in the world. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I agree. Absolutely, I agree. Hands down. Hands down. And I and I I do agree with you to a certain extent that the rhetoric has gotten very. <sighs> Crass. I can't see my country getting torn apart. It hurts me. It hurts me to see people on the left and people on the right fighting and doing it. It just hurts me. It hurts me so much that I wouldn't give my life, not for a republic, not for a Democrat, not for anything, for all. For all. It doesn't matter what we're political. I love this country. And it just kind of hurts, you know. I, and you know what? And I, I, you know what? Forgive, actually, forgive me, for for going at you uh, in a sense when you first got on the air, because uh, I kind of assumed a point that I thought you were going to make, but you're making a completely different point now, and uh, you're you're absolutely right. We're at each other's throats every day, and in your position, you did risk your life for what uh, uh, used to be civil debate and free speech and the exchange of ideas without all the venom and the poison. And in that, you know what, you should forgive me because you're absolutely right. Because what I need to do is I I need to become an American. I need to become an American that was worthy of your sacrifice. You know, and I just think if, um, just tone it down a little bit and I would love hearing you every morning. You know, I appreciate it. I don't know what I can do about that. Right. You don't have to, but, I think that'll be a start. Well, I tell you what, I got to take a break right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, t- I want to keep talking about what you're. You keep listening if you wouldn't mind. And uh, when I get back, I want to talk a little bit further about that because now you've inspired me about a couple of things. And uh, man, thank you so much for your for your service, and I, thank you for, for me calling up and being like honest. Straining your free speech. No, not at all. I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing no, is trying to heal this nation. No, I, under, I totally understand what you're saying, and I totally misread you when you first got on the air. Okay, I'll, I'll admit All right. to that. You want me to so hold I, on? I, no, I, no, I got. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna riff. I just want to keep listening, if you could. When I, when I, I gotta do a news break, and then I'm gonna talk a little bit more about this. Okay. okay. Do you want me to stay on the phone, or, or is that no, 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 no. You go about your, your. No, just keep listening. That's all. Okay, all I'll right? do that. You have a blessed all day, all right? All right, you too, you brother. Thank day. you so much. God bless, God bless America. All right, we gotta take a break. We'll be right back at Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Sam and Alex hang on. i got to rip here for a couple of minutes. Uh, it's a Sean show. We had a caller who's a military vet uh, who was, you know, when he first came on the air, we were kind of going at each other a little bit over, you know, some comments I was making about Kamala Harris and uh, and uh, Justice Jackson, uh, Brown Jackson. And uh, uh, But then we kind of drifted into the territory of, which is something I've heard from other vets, especially vets who have served in combat, that, you know, I 
put my own life on the line uh, for this country, and right now we're at each other's throats, and it's very mean-spirited, and uh, a lot of the debate in this country, which is absolutely true, is toxic and mean and, and, and poisonous, and that's absolutely true. And uh, Kinky says to me all the time, and we say to each other, uh, uh, you know, you want to, what are the best things you can do for a veteran uh, is to be the kind of an American worth fighting for. And so given what I do for a living and also in regards to my writing and, you know, I'm always asking myself to a certain extent, am I adding to the noise? You know, am I adding to the poison? Or am I doing something positive, you know, uh, because you, I'm, I'm an insulting dude and I'm a, uh, a, a loud mouth and I have a pretty twisted sense of humor. And uh, the, the, the way I the, the answer I often come to uh, is that, well, I, I can't really do what I do and not be honest about what I think. Um. Because uh, the the gentleman had said, well, maybe you need to tone it down a little. Well, honestly, I can't do that. Um, because then I would st- I wouldn't be honest anymore. I I despise this woke crap. I I, I hate the idea that in the United States of America anybody uh, should be uh, or any opinion should be quashed or you shouldn't be able to utter certain things without punishment, without being considered a threat or a hater. Uh, it, it is now. Uh, we're at a time where if you merely state that a transgender dude is still a dude, you are engaging in hate speech. That's un-American. Because I also believe with 101% of every freaking molecule in my body in the concept of free speech. And uh, all speech must be protected or no speech is protected. And that means offensive stuff. And very often I purposefully say offensive stuff and i purposely purposefully write offensive stuff and i am saying and writing offensive stuff to be provocative and the idea of the provocation is to get people to think honestly well first off it's it's honestly the way i talk (laughs) it's honestly just this is the way i am this is how i present things this is how i say stuff and, uh, uh, again, if uh, the, the, the way in which I present myself and speak isn't protected by free speech, then your speech isn't protected either. And I want to push those limits. And, and I want to get way up to that line. And sometimes I do cross it. And I do that purposefully because I'm at war with the woke crowd. I dare somebody to cancel me. I double dog dare you. You know, because I'm like Kid Rock. I don't give a blank. Go ahead and cancel me. I'd love it, man. Nothing would make me. You know how many books I'd freaking sell if somebody tried to cancel me? My, my stupid poetry books. I am at war with wokeness, and proudly so. So I can't tone it down. I really just can't because then I would be dishonest. Uh, how does that jibe with who I am off the air and off the written page? Uh, sometimes I, I, it's troublesome. Because especially after the experience I've just had with the with the with the illness and the in the hospital and all that stuff, is that in my personal life I really 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 am in a different place than I was before I went into the hospital as far as my own personal negativity and my own personal hypocrisy and my own BS 
and I'm in a much more positive place. And honestly, I spend a great deal of time right now in my life, and it's kind of a focus of my, my life, to just be a nice guy and to be positive and to be happy and to count my blessings every freaking day of my life because I am very blessed in what God has given me and, and gifted me with in my life. And I don't ever want to take that for granted again, not for a second. But one of the things God has blessed me with is this show. And one of the things God has blessed me with is the ability to say stuff and people hear it. And to write stuff and people read it. And I take that gift and that blessing very, very seriously. Because I think it's my purpose. And I can't tone it down. (laughs) I would be going against that blessing. God made me offensive. (laughs) God gave me an offensive way of speaking and an offensive kind of humor and I can't tone it down because then I would be dishonest. I'd be a liar. Okay, if I meet you on the street, I'm going to be the most polite dude you're ever going to meet. If I disagree with you about something, I may be the most offensive dude you ever meet. And I'm both. And that's just who I am, and I can't do a damn thing about it. Well, I could, but I'm not going to. Because the more we allow this wokeness to dictate what we say and how we say it, we're losing America every time we give up on that battle. A Supreme Court justice did not allow herself to speak her honest opinion of what she considers a woman to be. That's un-American. That's chilling. It shouldn't, you should be, you, this, is, this is the one place on planet Earth where every single one of us is guaranteed inherently the idea that we can speak our minds and not be punished for it. And we're giving it up, man. We're walking away from it. We're letting it slip from our fingers. And I'm not giving up that fight ever. Cancel my ass, I dare you. Because I don't care. (laughs) Okay, being honest and and being, I got to be me, you know, and, and, and being who I am, it really is more important to me than anything else as far as my professional and creative life. Uh, so how's that make you feel? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I I am. I'm on the side of Bill Maher. I'm on the side of Adam Carolla. I'm on the side of Kid Rock. This cancel crap is it is in and of itself a poison, because it's 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 getting it's trying to goad people uh, out of fear and intimidation to accept non-truths as reality, and that's the Orwellian nightmare. Once we start agreeing that 2 plus 2 equals 7, this country is done. And I'm not giving up on it. All right, 210 Quickly, Sam, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Sean Rama Arriaga. Hey, See, there um, you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You you be Mexican just like us. Hey, uh, real quick, <laughs> um, this uh, judge that's going to be a, a Supreme Court justice, Right. Uh, first of all, uh, she's a lawyer, was a lawyer, right? So that means that um, there is no – there was no oppression. Well, there, she made it to a lawyer even as a black woman. Second of so all – So did her dad. Her dad was a lawyer too, yeah. Right. So – there you go. Now, second, 
she doesn't didn't want to or because she's not a biology major or a biologist and doesn't know what the definition of a woman is. So uh, therefore, yeah. she should recruit, recruit, eh, I can't say that word. Recuse? She should herself when it comes to women's rights because she doesn't know what a woman is. <laughs> and when That's it, an excellent point. So, and and uh, also, um, you were talking about the rhetoric and the high, you know, about people right. getting in each other's faces. Well, I think Maxine Waters started it. When you see them oh, on yeah. the street, when you see them at yeah. the gas station, weren't they? And she asked them and begged them and yelling herself right. to yell at them at the loudest you could to get out of yep. here. She's Mess the one who started that. I agree. I got to go. I'm just out of time. Uh, we'll talk some more. Sean on New Stock 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Uh, speaking of being offensive, uh, oh, it's Sean. Hi. News Talk 550 KTSA. I was, I'm running out of time, so I'm going to have to delve into this story a little deeper next hour. But I was watching Kimberly and Esteban on Fox because every day I watch Kimberly and Esteban because they're beautiful people. And they always have the headline to whatever they're talking about at the bottom of the screen. And they were talking about a Brazilian woman who ended up in the hospital because of her farts. That got your attention. And I was looking, so I had to look it up, man. I had to look at what what that what what is this? What is this? And uh, apparently, a Brazilian woman. She's 27 years old. Uh, and she's a singer of, of some note. Her name is Poca. Uh, and she, this is apparently true. She was embarrassed to fart in front of her boyfriend, and so she held it in. And uh, unfortunately, it, it, she made herself sick, man. She, she wakes up, and she's got extreme stomach pain. And she went to the Chris. She went to the and she went to the hospital. And she made herself sick by not farting. Was she with him twenty four seven? I I don't know, man. And step it's outside, make an excuse. I got to go check the, the mail. I got to check the mail. I you know? left something in my car. Fake, Crop, fake a coughing fit. Do something. Crop Do dust something. on your way to the car. Crop dust on your way to the car. Yeah. And she tweets, I woke up at 5.30 a.m. with severe stomach pains and ended up in the hospital. But that's it, guys. I'm now fine. Just an accumulation of trapped farts. <laughs> also known as charts. Yeah. It's, it's known as I, the, it's the Hindenburg Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> the Hindenburg Syndrome. <laughs> oh, the humanity. Don't light a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, boom shakalaka. You know, well, I mean, have you ever done that? Have you ever, like, not farted because you're embarrassed in front of somebody that – because my wife and I, man, it's like a symphony. We crack each other up with that stuff. We love farting in front of each other, man. It's great. You know, the Pillsbury Doughboy would have a different reaction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, I've, I've it's been a long time since I've been around somebody I didn't want to fart in front of. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, Mary, true love is is farting in front of each other and enjoying it. True love is how, true love is never having to say pull my finger. Is, right. You don't have to pull the finger. You just do it. <laughs> she knows there's no elephant. <laughs> there's no duck right. under your chair. <laughs> there's no such Ducks. thing as a barking spider. <laughs> well, my wife never makes any noise, but man, you know when it happens. Uh, you know, it's like, ooh, baby. 
what the hell did you eat? You know, and, uh, you know, I'm just saying. And ice then cream. me. Yeah, ice cream. She's, she's lactose intolerant. Me. God, I hope she's not listening. And me, you know, I got a, I got a hefty bag hanging off my colon. I mean, you know, I, I can't help myself. Hey, we'll talk more next hour. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Why do you not want the American people to know what happened in the Stewart case or any of these cases? Chairman Durbin, I've never seen the chairman refuse to allow a witness to answer a question. You can bang it as loud as you want. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. Hour number two of the Sean Show. I'm Sean. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. That was old Ted Cruz. Feisty Ted Cruz, man. Well, Ted, the problem is that slanted against you, man. The, uh, the, 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 the deck stacked against you guys in the Senate with this, uh, these confirmation hearings. And, and, and you know it. Ted and Lindsay kept trying to make, you know, well, they're good. Somebody needs to, you know, be a little feisty in these things. But is it over? Is there one more day? Or Don Morgan, is it over? Or are they doing another round of this stuff today? I think it's over, isn't it? As far as uh, the senators asking their questions and crap and grandstanding and all that. Because, man, I, I that's that's just two freaking days or three freaking days. I'm never getting back, man. Uh, and she's going to be appointed. She's going to sit on the Supreme Court. Whether she chooses to define a woman or not, she's going to that's you, that's a Supreme Court justice you're looking at right there. And I know I'm repeating myself and have been for most of the week, but what did you expect? We knew it was going to be a black chick because Joe Biden said it's going to be a black chick. I'm going to appoint a black chick. And I, I'm not saying black chick to be disrespectful, by the way. It's just the era in which I grew up, and that's how I talk. There's white chicks and there's black chicks, okay? There's Hispanic chicks, okay? There's straight chicks and there's gay chicks, okay? Now, the only thing I will say is that if a dude wants to be a chick, he can dress like a chick and he can live like a chick, and I think that's great. The dude that's been cutting my hair for eight years is one of those dudes who lives like a woman. I got no problem with that, all right? The only thing is, if you're a chick, you're born a chick, and you, you, you're you a chick, okay? That's you. You want to live like a dude, you're living like a dude, but you're still a chick. If, you, if you're if you a dude and you're living like a chick, and I know another guy who's living like a chick right now, you know what, that's fine. But you're still a, you're still a dude. Gender is not a construct. <laughs> okay? Your giblets are a biological fact. You can't get away from it. That's just the way it is. You can get them removed, or you can get some fake giblets added. But you know what? The giblets is biology, and that's that's just, ain't nothing wrong with that. Your 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 big toe is also a biological fact. Your lungs are a biological fact. You know your nostrils. It's all these are biological facts about the human condition. Your giblets are your gender. There's nothing you can do about that. Well, it, it, you can alter things, and that's fine. And if that's how you want to live, that's fine. Old Uncle Sean ain't got no problem with it, man. Especially after what I've been through over the past few months, life is too damn short not to be living life the way you want to live life. Unless, you know, you're a serial killer or you like to have date night with goats. Okay, beyond that, live your life, man. That's cool. But this business that if you're a dude living like a chick, i got to see an actual chick, that's nonsense. That's not true. Okay, <laughs> and, and, the, and, and you know what? 
and and I that I'm, I'm talking at length about this because we did it. We do have a Supreme Court nominee who refused to define what a woman is, despite being one, and that's absurd. Okay, that's that she made a political choice, a, an intellectual political choice to not define a woman, even though she is one, and that's silly. Okay, and it's also very destructive to who we are as a nation. Okay. Uh, but but I am not a hate-filled human being, and if I say that if you are born a man or a, a, a male, that is your gender. You don't have to live that way, but that is your biological reality. Uh, and so, and and also, and and some people are going to say I'm hate-filled because of this, but I don't care. I don't give a crap about your pronouns. Your pronouns are not my responsibility. Or society's responsibility—it's—it's—it's it's, it's an absurd thought, or idea. Beyond that, I—I I will support you how you want to live. That's—that's that's, do it. This is supposedly America, at least it used to be. Be happy. Just you know, don't think that your happiness depends on what pronouns I use in order to refer to you, or whether or not I see you actually as what you are living as that's also absurd and a lot to ask of other human beings who ordinarily might totally support you and i think that's the thing that kind of gets me with a lot of this gender crap in the country right now is that a lot of folks who are like me who you know i'm have always been pro-gay rights uh i'm anti-discrimination uh as long as it makes sense Uh, I have supported the the gay community uh, for most of my adult life because I am of the belief that, uh, just like being straight, it's not a choice. You don't choose that. Uh, And I I think it's odd that we're at this juncture where now suddenly everything is a choice. Because I didn't choose to be straight, man. It was never like, oh, I'm going to like girls. That's not how it works, biologically, again speaking. And I believe the same thing is true of, of, of gay people, uh, which is why I think the transgendered obsession right now is really undoing not only a lot of uh, advances made for the gay community, but also for women. A lot of feminists are now standing on their heads to defend, again, the rights of dudes over the rights of women. And that also is absurd. It's also oddly misogynist. <laughs> uh, you know, so that, that's that's where I am on that stuff. And, and uh, for uttering everything I just said, okay, if, if I were a national guy on a national TV show right now, you know how many people I would have trying to get my sponsors yanked? Oh, my God. I, oh, that's Sean. He's got to go. He's hate-filled. Which is not true at all. And I think it's unfortunate because a lot of this stuff with gender, uh, it's kind of like a lot of folks, and I said this yesterday, with the, who, who support the black community, who support the Hispanic community, who support women. A lot of this stuff is sending those folks in the opposite direction. People who normally would support you in your community, whichever community it is, with a lot of this extreme stuff that doesn't make any sense you're sending them in the opposite direction. Uh, there's a, a Home Depot or Home Depot in Canada 
that was just uh, it was just discovered they were handing out pamphlets to their employees entitled Leading Practices, Unpacking Privilege. Uh, focusing on white people, class structures, Christians, so-called cisgenders, which is a word that I despise, able-bodied people, because they're also privileged, and uh, how if you are any of these, you know, if you're upper income, if you're white, if you're Christian, if you're straight, if you're able-bodied, that there's, you know, you're oppressing people by virtue of who you are. And you need to stop it, even though you may not even know what you're doing. Or maybe you're not doing anything at all oppressive to anyone. You start forcing that stuff down people's throats. How many, how many new racists do you think a lot of this stuff has actually created? Again, people who would be in support of any number of communities or people in general just being allowed to live their lives. And we don't judge each other by the color of our skin. And we don't judge each other by our sexuality. We don't judge each other by uh, this, this, this stuff, which doesn't make any sense. But you know what? You continue to judge people uh, in your own right. And uh, maybe there's a fair amount of people that are like, you know, well, screw you. <laughs> I'm a non-racist, but you can't shut up about how I'm, I'm a racist anyway just because I'm, I'm white or I'm straight or I'm a Christian. You know, you're creating, well, and I think maybe that's the point. You're creating racists. You're creating people who now are anti-gay or anti-trans with all of this stuff. And that's the real unfortunate thing, because I believe a lot of people in these communities don't agree with this stuff. You're seeing an uptick in African Americans and Hispanics going over to the GOP in the ramp up to the uh, midterms, because they are seeing through this crap. You know, if you're black in America, uh, do you you know, and and you hear enough times from Democrats that you're too stupid and inept to get a photo ID. At some point, you're going to go, you know, forget you. <laughs> why, why am I supporting you if that's what you think of me? Uh, so, you know, uh, when it comes to our new Supreme Court justice or who's going to be our new Supreme Court justice, yeah, she knows precisely how to define a woman, but she chose not to for political reasons. And, it, yes, is that, rep- is that representative of a sad day in America? And a sad day for things like free speech, freedom of speech? Yes, well, hell yeah, it is. It's also damn strange. It's weird. Again, Don and Chris, I define women by a simple word, just one simple word, and it took me a while to get to this, but it's true. I call women boss. That's that's B-O-S-S. How do you define a woman, uh, Mr. Rima, by saying boss? What's the secret to a happy marriage? Sit down and shut up. And yeah, it, it, no, it's true. It took me a while to figure that out. Sit down and shut up. Do what you're told. Your wife's always right. Happy wife, happy life. There's a reason people repeat that stuff over and over and over again. Anyway. Do you want to... Yes, dear. Well, you know, my, you know what it is? And I, 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 I'm going to the extreme. We're not quite like that. But, you know, a lot of times we bring our own conflict into our relationships, and I'm trying to get away from that, if that makes sense. So you just like to start fights is basically what you're saying. 
No, well, no. Now I just go along with it. I'm just cool with everything, man. Right. Maybe I'm just cool. That's, you know, that's flow. who I am. That's what my what my experiences have taught me. Like it's all good, baby. Whatever, whoever I'm talking about, or whatever situation, I'm just going with the flow. We we bring so much conflict and nonsense into our own existences for no good reason. I'm just trying to slide on the ice, man, and be happy. I'm going to be watching Matlock here in a couple of hours with my daughter <laughs> over there on the couch. Oh, I bet you can hardly wait to watch Matlock. <laughs> I asked, I said, you ever watch Matlock? And she's like, yeah, I know what it is. It's that old people's show. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's right. Yeah, she is. But yeah. I'm an old guy. What the hell? So she can go back home, and when she goes back to college in the fall, what'd you do all summer? Sat on a couch and watched Matlock with my dad. Sat and watched Matlock with my old man. Well, actually, actually yesterday we spent the whole day watching cooking shows. Yesterday was, uh, what was yesterday? Yesterday was Chopped. We were watching that all day. Mm-hmm. Was it Chopped or was it, no, it was Grocery Games, wasn't it? Today is uh, Beat Bobby Flay Day. That's right. Why don't you go on your spring, vac- your spring break with your old man watch cooking shows? Two, isn't that thrilling? 21059. <laughs> See, Beat Bobby Flay would be more fun if they were, like, using a leg of lamb and just beating him over the head. Right. With, yeah. Or short swords or machetes or something like that. If it was like an actual, like, like, Colise- you know, gladiatorial. What the hell are we talking about? 210 <laughs> We're talking about committing random acts of violence on Bobby Flay while using food items as weapons. Spatula to well, the th- face. This show is becoming a random event. That's <laughs> <what> <laughs> well, I've used up all my material, so we're just going to, you know, uh, uh, throw it all up against the wall and see what sticks for the next 45 minutes. I actually want to talk a little bit more about farting when we get back, because I don't think that story got enough time on the air uh, about the Brazilian woman who was holding in her own farts so as not to embarrass herself in front of her boyfriend. Good Lord. Landed her ass into the hospital, literally. So that's coming up. 210. She blew it. All week. She blew it. The story's a gas. Uh, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty neat, pretty good. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Mr. John. This is my Joel. Now, if you're in the NASCAR, uh, Jeb Burton and Ward Burton, who's his dad, who won the Daytona 500, are going to be hanging out at John Wayne Service Company in New Braunfels. Starting up at 11 a.m., you can go on there and meet with these guys if you're in the NASCAR, and they got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Um, you know, I, I do want to talk about farting for just a little while longer, and there's a reason for it. Uh, uh, 210-599-5555. Because um, there, there is a really funny story that I picked up on watching Kimberly and Esteban where a, a, a 27-year-old Brazilian woman who's some kind of singer – Ended up in the hospital because she she was holding in her gas so as not to break windage in front of her boyfriend and be all embarrassed. We were talking about this a few minutes ago, and it's just kind of a funny story. And then she went to the hospital, and I guess she you know released. And uh, boy, I wouldn't want to be a nurse in that. Or anyway, you know that would have been a fun little uh, visit in the hospital. 
I bring it up though because I think one of the problems, and I'm I'm, I'm going to try to semi semi make this somewhat, somewhat serious. One of the problems I think we have here in America culturally and socially is that we're in a very narcissistic place. Okay, and I think a lot of that has to do with social media and the emergence of social media is such a huge, big, fat chunk of our existences. And I'm I'm not you know saying that as somebody who I'm not preaching from Mount Olympus, man. I'm, I'm on Facebook so much, damn, man. I'm always, always posting selfies and weird crap. So I'm including myself in this. Uh, but we're not only a very self-absorbed culture right now, but we're extraordinarily self-important. Have you noticed that? A lot of this woke stuff is really anti-humor. And America, in a sense, is losing its sense of humor. In that we do take ourselves so incredibly seriously. Uh, and uh, I, I've always said, and, and this is where the farting comes in. And Don and Chris, if you want to jump in on this, uh, uh, or perhaps fart on the air, it's, it's all good. But I, you know, it, I'm going through kind of a spiritual renaissance right now, and I'm rediscovering my faith and my belief in God. And a lot of this has to do with my experiences in the hospital and with the diverticulitis and all that crap. And, uh, one thing that I've re-embraced, that I've always believed, is that God, in fact, does have a sense of humor. Yes? I mean, God created humor, and God does have a sense of humor. Robin Williams used to have a great line where he'd say, you don't think God has a sense of humor? Look at a platypus. It's a beaver, it lays eggs, it's got a duck bill. But I believe God has put his sense of humor on every single one of us via farting uh farting is one of those things that humans do that almost always cracks us up do you know what i mean i mean really i mean farting in mixed company guys don't it doesn't somebody always laugh isn't it kind of funny because it's so silly sounding i mean it's just a silly thing that human beings do we're basically little locomotives right we're steam driven critters in a sense right and you gotta let it out and it makes a funny noise when it happens. And what's even funnier is that, well, it's a little stanky too, right? So you got that going for you. And the reason I bring it up is that I think farting is God's way of getting us to not take ourselves so damn seriously. Okay? You take us because have you ever noticed that that happens? Like when you do it accidentally in front of other people, doesn't it usually occur at some moment when you're trying to be really serious? Have you noticed Chris and Don aren't joining in on this one? No, I'm listening to you. They're concerned. I'm just saying it's God's way of saying don't take yourselves too seriously because at some point you're going to make a duck noise out of your butt, and there's not much you can do about it. When we That's were, all I'm saying. When we were kids, I, I was convinced my, my little brother was saving his up for church because it always seemed that we'd be in there. In, in church. Big cavernous Catholic churches. Oh, even better. And then you'd hear him. <laughs> I give that was him, God. I give him grief about that to this day. That was God. Yeah, but no, that, that was, was God. No, that was Eric. <laughs> well, it was God working through Eric's fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop singing all those boring songs. Do some gospel. Anyway, you know, I'm just saying it's God's way of reminding us not to take ourselves too seriously. That's That's why I bring up the farting thing. I think people need to fart out loud more in Congress. <laughs> I, I, 
I'd bring up the. I'd like to hear Ted Cruz just rip one. Just you know some would I mean? argue just, that they already do. Well, I know. Well, their their debates can be kind of a long form <laughs> fart on occasion. It's like funny fart. at first, and then it's like okay, okay, Stop with the fart. Then the stank kicks in, and suddenly everything gets serious. Uh, so there, that, you know, uh, that's that's uh, my my thought. So uh, call us up. How do you feel about farting? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Tune in tomorrow for another essay on bodily functions. It'll be a lot of fun. Hey, bodily functions are a big deal with me right now. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, I can, my own bodily functions are mystifying and and take up much of my time uh, uh, these days. So it's just you know it's top of mind stuff. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Fart and be joyful in your farts, okay? <laughs> go forth and fart. There you go. There you go. You don't want to end up in the hospital by holding them in. No, you don't. Like that port where, Let she, it out, where man. was she? Brazil? Brazil, right. Right. And you know those people seriously fart because have they ever eaten Brazilian food? So you know, this must have been painful. Just saying. All right. Get a couple <laughs> of meat pies down and you know, there you go. Uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five. They're either laughing or they're absolutely disgusted. Two one zero five. What time is it? Oh, I got to take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty. We'll be right back. And we're back. Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Looking at video of uh, your rather slow moving president in Brussels. Surrounded by uh, the leaders of the NATO nations, uh, Newstalk 550 KTSA. Have you seen the video of the, where they're all posing, standing together, you know, and he's he's got uh, Boris Johnson standing next to him. And uh, Biden looks like a mannequin, like he's barely just able to stand on his feet. And they're going to be urging him, uh, and Fox was doing a piece on this, uh, you know, a minute ago. They're going to be urging him to do more about Ukraine. At least let the damn planes fly out of Poland, uh, which he's not going to do. And, you know, I, I don't know where you are in Ukraine right now and what we should or shouldn't do or, or what you're thinking. I mean, you can call me up, 210-599-5555. Professor Jeffrey Atticott, who's an old friend of the station, terrorism expert, uh, a scholar whom I have a great deal of respect for, says, uh, you know, is he capable? Of, is Putin capable of uh, of lighting up the uh, the chemical weapons? Absolutely. I personally believe, and I'm I'm not an expert, but I personally believe he's capable of doing the same thing with the nukes. I think he's a madman. I don't think he's crazy, but I think this is uh, this whole Ukrainian situation for Vlad Putin is his moment in history. I think he's a, I think it's very personal for him. I think, in a sense, it's an act of vengeance. And uh, it's not going all that well for him. The Ukrainians, I think, are claiming they've already killed 10,000 Russians. Morale sucks for the Russian military. Uh, The Ukrainians are giving them a hell of a fight. Uh, And uh, I I, I do believe that uh, for a guy like Putin, and uh, I, I know Biden had had said that as much the other day, which I thought was interesting that it was coming out of his mouth. But, you know, the more uh, a guy like Putin uh, uh, feels like it's not going in his direction, the more he's going to up his game. And, you know, my concern, and I, I've said this on a number of occasions, is that he gets to the point where he just wants to flip off the world and uh, starts lighting stuff up. 
We know also, and th- this is another thing that we don't talk about a whole lot, maybe because it's uh, it- it's it's upsetting or disturbing as hell, but, you know, they, they would be capable of cyber attacks here in this country. I, I personally believe, remember, uh, I don't even know how long ago, I've kind of lost my sense of time here over the past year, but within the past year we had some, some cyber attacks in this country, remember, and around the world. We had that big meat producer that was shut down. Uh, we had companies and systems here in America that were shut down. Remember, because Biden was out there saying, okay, we're going to tell Putin not to shut these systems down. Remember, he had a list of companies that he was telling the Russians don't hack, which was ridiculous. But, you know, I, I always felt that was a test run. You know, I that's something that I think about a lot more than anything else as far as our piece of this is that what if he starts shutting down things here in, in the U.S., which we already know they're capable of. So, uh, you know, watching this all unfold, and uh, uh, I, I think the problem with Biden or the the cabal of folks who are actually running this country is that they're political creatures, and they think in political terms uh, uh, almost entirely. At least that's my, my opinion. And I, I think they're looking at the midterms uh, with a great deal of apprehension, and they should be. Uh, I think if there's anybody smart in that room, they know that people know who are paying these absurd prices for gas and food and everything else are well aware that this is the, the fault of the Democrats and the, the uh, Biden policies. And it, it, it's not about Putin. It, it, and they, they see through that crap. As I mentioned a uh, a few minutes ago, uh, uh, you know, blacks and, and Hispanics are moving right. They're going over to the GOP when they start looking ahead uh, to the midterms because uh, they're they're seeing through the crapola as well. And so uh, the 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 Democrats are are very worried about the midterms. And and I I know some folks believe that Biden wants they're trying to goad us into a war or that. Uh, uh, the, the idea is to get people to focus on uh, Putin as the cause of all this stuff so they don't blame the administration and uh, they're not thinking about uh, illegal immigration and all these other issues. But I think the last thing uh, the Biden crowd wants is to actively be engaged in a war with Vlad Putin going into the midterms. They know how bad it was for them when they yanked up the stakes in Afghanistan leaving uh, however many Americans uh, behind and our allies. That was an extraordinarily bad day, not only for America, but for the Biden administration. They don't want to be engaged in a war going into the midterms, whatever that engagement may be. And it certainly wouldn't be boots on the ground. But that's, I think, what they are really, really worried about, which is why they're playing it as safe as possible, which is why they're not letting the planes leave uh, from uh, the Polish planes fly out of one of our air bases, which is why all we're really doing are, are these sanctions and going after his buddies and their kids like that's going to do anything because they're thinking politically. And you know what happens, and certainly Vietnam is uh, is probably the best example of this that we have in, in our in our history that when politicians start thinking things through in a war, when politicians start fighting uh, our wars, we end up losing. Or when you go into an engagement or a conflict 
with a political thought or with political thinking, you're going to screw it up. And I think that's what's at play here, and that's why I think we're not really doing anything of any substance about Ukraine. And I think he's going to be getting an earful, if he can actually freaking hear it, through his dementia uh, through this week, that, hey, this is getting bad. Now, I don't know what the hell he's going to do in Poland. hes I don't think magically he's going to go to Poland and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, the planes can fly out. That's fine. So I, you know, is anything positive or is anything going to come of this visit other than some uh, some photo ops for Biden and a couple of opportunities to say something stupid? I, I, I suspect not. But what are you thinking? 210 uh, What else? Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, uh, the Supreme Court uh the uh, the the uh, confirmation hearings. I we do have one more day left. I forgot the last day is always uh, the day when they call up the witnesses and uh, people to testify uh, to her character and her professionalism and stuff like that, which is incredibly boring. Uh, and so you know, day number four of this stuff, and at the end of it, she is going to be appointed, I believe. And, uh, yes, it means we will have an activist judge on the bench. Uh, but, hey, they're up at bat. That's what I've been saying all week. It's their shot. They're gonna. This is no surprise. This is precisely the kind of a person you should have known and we all should have expected uh, that they would put up. And, and that's uh, that's the dealio. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm looking at a Fox News poll right now. Black voters, uh, 71% looking at the GOP. Women's, 42%. Underage, 45 41%. Hispanic, 52%. These are people who are planning on voting Republican. Uh, showing that, uh, once again, the support that Democrats tend to feel is a given that black people are going to vote for them uh, is simply not true anymore, man. Support for Dems drops among black voters. Uh, Fox News poll, I'm watching that on the, Fal- the Faulkner focus. And uh, yeah, and, and it makes sense. I mean, I we, we've said on this show and on my show uh, previous for, for a lot of years that the, the Democrats, and, and, and I think people are, are really seeing this to be true, especially with all this gender crap, in that the Democrats like to you know present themselves as being, uh, and perhaps maybe they were at some point, I don't know, in the history of this country, but the idea is that, hey, we're fighting for black people, black people are oppressed, and we're fighting for them. Hey, we're fighting for women's rights, okay? Women, we, 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 we're the party that fights. You know, the GOP just wants women to stay in the kitchen and make meatloaf and do as they're told, but we're fighting for women's rights. We're the party of feminism. We're fighting for gay people. We're fighting for Hispanics. That's been their trip for several generations, right? That they're fighting for the people who have no voice. The problem is that's not actually what they've been doing. And certainly 
uh, if you really want to get persnickety, we can go back to the Jim Crow era, and uh, a lot of the segregationists at that time were, in fact, Democrats, but you already know that, Democrat mayors and Democrat governors. And I think after the civil rights movement, the success of the civil rights movement, uh, since then, the Democratic Party have been, in a sense, trying to erase their own gnarly history with racism. And I think probably around that time is when they got on this whole trip of, hey, we're fighting for you. But a lot of uh, folks in those communities now, in uh, the first off, uh, uh, coming off the Trump administration, the Trump years, where there actually was opportunity created in these communities, uh, even though uh, his opponents were constantly uh, describing him as a white supremacist, he was anything but. Jobs and unemployment, the numbers were great during the Trump years for these communities. And then you go to the extremity of where the Democrats are now, are now with a lot of this identity politics, and a lot of people from those communities are waking up saying they, they're just using us, which is exactly what they've been doing. They use the black community. They use the gay community and the trans community. They use, well, they used to use the uh, you know women and uh, the feminist movement for their own purposes, but they screwed that up with the obsession with the trans community. Now you, women aren't even women. And a lot of people are waking up, I think, to the absurdity and the greed and the soullessness of that progressive agenda. And I think a lot of Democrats are so lost in their own hypocrisy, they're mystified by it. Because they've always had support from those communities and they're losing it. And it just doesn't make any sense to them. Uh, so, you know, uh, it, it, we'll see uh, 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 how the midterms go. I know Bill Maher is out there saying it's going to be a red tide, and I tend to believe that. I also tend to believe there's going to be a lot of attempts to cheat this thing like they did the last election. Notice Fauci and COVID stuff is uh, suddenly uh, being talked about again. But we'll see. We shall see. Got a couple of minutes here if you want to jump in under the wire. 210-599-5555. Beyond that, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably not going to sit here for hours and watch the final day of the confirmation hearings, especially listening to people they're shipping in to tell you what a great stinking human being that Judge Brown Jackson is. Because on the Food Network today is Beat Bobby Flay Day. And uh, episode of episode after episode of Beat Bobby Flay. And, uh, and <laughs> Chris, and am I getting boring? Am I, am I, is this, I watch cooking shows. Tomorrow is my favorite day of the week on the Food Network because tomorrow is Guy Fieri Day. And I just wa- roll diners, dives, and drive-ins all stinking day long. And old Sean will be sitting there watching it all stinking day long to clear out my noggin from all this weirdness that uh, uh, is uh, is the news of the, of the day. I'm just, I guess I'm getting dull. I take pictures of cats and post them on, on Facebook. And, and I watch hours of cooking shows in Matlock. How did this happen? How did this happen? Uh, going to be getting out of here. If you want to contact me, uh, the email, I, I, I do read all my emails. I haven't put the email address out there in a long time. It's sean at ktsa.com. 
sean at ktsa.com and i do read all of my emails i don't respond to every single one but i do make it a point to read them uh unless you hate my guts and you send me like 30 in one day then i may uh, skip a few but uh, go ahead and let me know if you hate my guts or if you you like the show uh, sean at ktsa.com uh beyond that we got mark lee van camp and robbins coming up next uh, Scott Robbins, who also takes a lot of pictures of his cats, so I, I, I don't, I feel like I'm in good company. And uh, uh, that's coming up next. And that's a great show. If you haven't heard it yet, it's one of my favorite shows here on KTSA. So give it a listen. Uh, beyond that, uh, I'll be back tomorrow, and then next week I'll be here Monday and Tuesday. I got to have a medical procedure on Wednesday, so it'll be a short week for me. But we'll hook up again tomorrow. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Mr. Don Morgan and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.